one of the ways I think about the sort of the music of bridges is that the bridges are always singing, the music inside them is always playing, and it's I'm stopping to tune in and listen for a certain period of time. But I'm not necessarily creating it, I'm sort of amplifying and then inviting people to listen to it as well. That sound you're hearing is the Brooklyn Bridge. Specifically, it's the vibrations inside the bridge's cables, brought into motion by everything going on around them. Cars and bikes and wind and people going by. The bridge is singing. And the person who recorded the singing is Jody Rose. So I'm Jody Rose and I'm originally from Australia and I've been recording the sounds of bridges and making music with them since about 1995. So yeah, so I've I've been listening to bridges all around the world. When Jody says all around the world, she is not exaggerating. That recording of the Brooklyn Bridge, it sits in an album alongside bridges in Finland, Tasmania, Vietnam, Spain. Her bandcamp is like a travelogue with dozens upon dozens of musical compositions where each bridge sounds like its own, totally unique instrument. To record the sounds of these bridges, Jody uses contact microphones. Basically, they're microphones that pick up the vibrations inside solid objects, instead of sound waves, which travel through the air. There's a beautiful John Cage quote that says, everything has a spirit, and the spirit is released by its being set into vibration. So by attaching these contact microphones directly to the bridges, Jody picks up their inner monologues. Vibrations that are always there, but ever-changing. I'm Rebecca Seidel, and this is Abridged, a podcast about the many roles that bridges play in our lives. As gateways to history architectural icons, in-between spaces, and carriers of memories. And they're also always sort of pinnacles of engineering for the time that they're built. They're always sort of a, you know, a testament to the will to connect over, <laughs> over the abyss. I wanted to talk to Jody because I feel like she really embodies the spirit of this podcast. She sees and hears Bridges as entire personalities unto themselves. She loves them enough that she's spent more than 20 years speaking their language. So today, we're going to hear about her journey to see and hear bridges all over the world, and how it's changed the way she sees life, and art, and herself. This is episode three, Singing Bridges. Jody's quest started when she was in school in the 90s, getting a degree in fine arts in Sydney, Australia. And there was a new bridge that was actually being built on my way to art school. It's the Anzac Bridge in Sydney. And I just had a moment of curiosity because the cables looked like giant harp strings and it looked like this instrument kind of waiting to be played. So I I wrote to the chief engineer of the Roads and Traffic Authority and asked if I could have permission to come and record. And actually came up with an esoteric piece of text which said, The city is our temple, the electronic networks are our religion, 
and the sound of the Glebe Island Bridge cables is like the voice of the divine. And he thought I was a little bit nuts, but he said, okay, sure, why not? And they had actually rejected quite a lot of requests for people to film video clips and things on this bridge. So I was a little bit excited that I got to go and do it. And not quite knowing how, I actually wrote to the ABC radio and asked if their sound engineers could come and help me record. And they basically were like, wow, why didn't we think of that? Of course. So they packed up and went to this brand new bridge with contact microphones in hand. I wasn't sure what to expect and I was hoping for something, but I didn't really know what kind of sound there would be. Together, they attached the microphones to the cables and then they listened. And I was happily surprised. When you actually place the contact microphones onto the bridge and hit record and then listen, it takes you into a very intimate space where you're actually, you're hearing inside the structure and so the the texture and the sort of tonality of the sound is very different to the atmospheric sound. Like these are not sounds that you hear just walking across the bridge. So you kind of hear the architecture and you hear the tension in the structure. You hear all kinds of really interesting sonic qualities from the bridge once you stop and listen. The sounds of Sydney were replaced by deep rumbles with these springy undertones, kind of like a close-up of a harp string being pulled. The sounds were amazing, like it's still one of the most beautiful bridges I've ever heard. And after that, I guess I was hooked. Using the bridge as a foundation, Jody brought in improvisers on more common instruments, like the cello and saxophone and flute, to create a 10-minute composition that channels the Anzac Bridge. She repeated this process with other bridges, too, but that first bridge in Sydney is what you're hearing right now. After that life-changing first recording, Jody began her slow, nomadic quest to record bridges all over the world. And as she went, she developed different approaches and techniques. I think every bridge has its own voice. And of course, that depends partly on the actual, the structural form, the materials, the location, probably the wind and the, the time of day, the time of year, I don't know, the rain. And it is a little bit trial and error and just finding and exploring, like, where is their resonance, where is their sound in this kind of structure? And you just make the slightest touch on them, especially when you have a contact microphone, and you hear this amazing resonance of the sound travelling the length of the cable. Sometimes it sounds a little bit sci-fi. So that you get this amazing sort of popping and powering. It's like, pew, pew, pew. And sometimes the sounds are more calm, like this bridge in Barcelona. But no matter what, she tries to let the bridges speak or sing for themselves. 
I have at times sort of resorted to, <laughs> I don't want to say banging on bridges, lightly stroking or, or sort of setting off the vibration. But I am, like, my interest is much more in the sounds that are there sort of in the structure through being excited by the wind or the traffic or the tension within the structure. So, um, yeah, trying to hear more deeply what is already there is, I guess, my focus. In her early days, Jody would pick out bridges that had something visually interesting about them or something obviously musical. She was drawn to bridges like the one in Sydney with cables like harp strings. But over time, her ideas of what was interesting started to change. I think the bridge gives you a lens to kind of focus on on somewhere, right? Like you could almost pick anywhere and then you can kind of go deeper into it. Jody became really curious about the stories these structures have collected over the years and the stories they continue to tell. Because really, these bridges have been singing for as long as they've been standing. So their songs are the sum of everything that's happened on and around them over the decades and centuries. They tell the stories of all the people and communities that have made these bridges part of their lives. So everywhere Jody went, she did more than just listen to the bridges. She talked to people too. And in the process, she got plenty of stories of her own. Jody could tell you stories for hours. Like, there was the time she was recording a bridge in Slovenia on Christmas Day, and then all of a sudden she was partying with the locals and drinking something called bear's blood? Drinking bear's blood in the snow under a bridge in, uh, <laughs> in Slovenia is one very particular experience. There has been singing and dancing and late-night parties. I found dancers who actually came and danced the Finnish tango for me on this bridge. And there have been quieter, more reflective days, too. Like the time she took on the role of a bridge guard. Her job was to sit at the entrance of a bridge that borders Slovakia and Hungary. And it had been destroyed in the First World War, rebuilt, destroyed again in the Second World War, and then had been in ruins for 60 years. And so this was very lovely. Like, this was kind of going every day, walking down to the bridge, making sure it was safe and okay. And the sound wasn't that interesting, but it's like the sound wasn't the most important thing about that bridge. It was sort of actually being there and and embodying this sort of role of, of protection or, you know, care. Jody kept an audio diary during that time. Here's a bit of what it sounded like. So this was my first and possibly only recording of the Maria Valeria Bridge. I don't know that I'll be walking across that often. There's a checkpoint right on this side of the bridge. The border has been open or closed, easily crossed or highly restricted. Lately, it's become more porous. All of this was Jody's life for a really long time. But after so many years gallivanting around the globe, chasing after different kinds of bridges, hearing their stories, doing site-specific sound installations, meeting people and making friends, Jody needed to take a moment. A moment to settle down. To find some grounding. 
And this is where I must admit that I've kind of buried the lead. As you may be aware, I did actually marry a bridge. I was going to ask you about that. (laughs) On June 17th, 2013, Jody Rose married the Pont du Diable, a stone arch bridge in southern France that was built in the 14th century. Its English name would be the Devil's Bridge. I had been chasing after bridges for decades, and I was kind of drawn to him because he was strong and silent. It's really a beautiful bridge, a sweeping archway made of thousands of stones towering over the river below. The way Jody talks about it, it's less about a physical attraction to the bridge and more about a spiritual connection. And the wedding day was a gathering of friends from far and wide. What was the actual ceremony like? Can you tell me a little bit about it? It was beautiful. It was really fun. I found a local blacksmith who made a ring for the bridge out of a huge sort of um, piece of steel that he pulled out of the river. The celebrant was this lovely woman from Portugal called Anna. And I had two best men who were just gorgeous. And so it was genuinely like a celebration of love and connection and... You know, I think I think a wedding is about that you're committing to share your life path with someone, right? And I guess I was um, I was sort of celebrating the fact that I had chosen, apparently as my major relationship in life, I had chosen bridges, and I was, I was um, just really, it was really joyful. We did a little bit of uh, earth, air, fire, water, something to sort of all the elements, and she kind of spoke a, a lovely piece about um you know, going into the future with the bridge in my heart. And um, we danced on the bridge and I played a lovely Nick Cave song, Into My Arms, which I really love. Into my arms, oh Lord, into my arms, oh Lord, into my And then went up into the mountains. Oh Lord, it was very, very much like any other wedding, except my husband's a bridge. The anniversary is coming up on the um, 17th of June. Congratulations. Monsieur Diablo and I, thank you very much. And <laughs> it's been a little bit rocky, but, you know, we're hanging in there. Long distance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a workaholic. He never leaves the river. <laughs> what can I say? You can't expect me to live in a small French village in the Pyrenees forever, but it is, it's a beautiful location. I don't actually always go back to visit, which is terrible, but, you know, life life keeps flowing. And so, um, as you said, he's strong and silent. He'll be okay. <laughs> he's, he's stood for 600 years. He'll probably stand for another 600. I know he's got my back. With or without her husband by her side, Jody's entering her next chapter. By now, she's got dozens of bridge recordings under her belt. She thinks it's somewhere between 80 and 100. It's this unbelievable archive of sounds and spaces and textures, a full library of stories about cities and towns all over the world. But she's had this question brewing in the back of her mind. What would happen if she put all of her recordings together? What would it be like to hear all of these bridges singing in harmony? Like a polyphonic chorus of bridges 
just joyfully singing, like being released from the constraints of having to carry people across them and having to like hold themselves up. When I spoke with Jody, she was in the process of making this dream happen. She was living in Norway, just about to finish her master's degree. And she was working on an immersive audio installation where the sounds of all the bridges would come together under one roof. And not just any roof. We're talking about a planetarium with surround sound. It's like a full dome immersive cinema. So I kind of had this idea of actually, wouldn't it be amazing to try and give something of the feeling that I have when I stand on a bridge and listen, which sort of shifts my perception and opens up a different dimension of of that space, that it would be really beautiful to try and create that experience for people to actually kind of sculpt the bridge around them, to like build the bridge in sound. So it's a three-dimensional sound sculpture in a planetarium where bridges from all over the world collide. It sounds, uh, it sounds actually a little bit ominous, a little bit scary at times. There's sort of this, um, you feel like there's something kind of alive or coming to life around you. There's a sort of industrial quality to the sound, like sometimes it's quite metallic, clanging. You're hearing some of her piece right now. Keep in mind that you're meant to experience this in surround sound, with shapes and colors looming over you. So take a deep breath, maybe close your eyes, and imagine that you're in a cavernous space, surrounded by cosmic bridges. I do have this sort of poetic idea as well that all of the bridges in the world singing together will kind of strike the resonant frequency of of the planet. <laughs> and then the, all the bridges will all be released like up into the ether. It is, I guess, slightly dystopian, but um, yeah, I, I find it kind of poetic and beautiful. The harmony of the way that energy flows through the world, I think is what I'm trying to get at. Jody, what do you think bridges can tell us if we listen more closely? I think to be to be present, to be aware, to be conscious, you know, to to pay attention to the world around us, but also to the the voice inside us. Um, I do really love that the space of being on a bridge and where you are, sort of. You are like a little bit suspended in this liminal moment, sort of outside the day-to-day hustle and bustle of life. Being on the bridge gives you space to connect to that sort of wonder.
Abridged is written, produced, sound design, and mixed by me, Rebecca Seidel. The executive producers are Ian Enright and Megan Nadolsky at Go Rodeo. I have so much gratitude to Jody Rose for sharing her brilliant thoughts and bridge recordings with me. You can find more of her work and read more about it on her Bandcamp page, singingbridgesmusic.bandcamp.com. Other music in this episode came from Blue Dot Sessions, with additional music from me. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or just tell a friend. It would really mean a lot. To learn more about Abridged, or to share a bridge story of your own, visit abridged.xyz. Or find me on Twitter. I'm at BeccaHope24. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes soon. <laughs>